listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello and welcome to Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. My name is Lawrence Coletti and I'm the host for today's show, which is being recorded at ABA Tech Show in Chicago, Illinois at the historic Hilton Hotel on Michigan Avenue. Joining me today are three guests and I'm very happy to have you. We have Miss Britt Lorish. Hi, Ms. Lawrence. Uh, hi there. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Peggy Grunke. Did I say that right? You did. You did. Very All right. good. Welcome. And Miss Haley Odom Ackerman. Hi. Excellent. Thank you so much for coming by. So before we get started today, I wanted you guys to tell us a little bit about where you're from, what do you do, and what your work's like. Okay, so I guess we'll start with you, uh, Britt. Okay, well, uh, my name is Britt Lorish, and I am a partner with the Affinity Consulting Group. I am the uh, managing partner of the Virginia office, and I'm also former tech show chair uh, of 2013 ABA Tech Show. Okay, and uh, what is it like over at Affinity? You have a, a lot of people from Affinity here, so what, what's do. it like working there? Ah, uh, it's there's never a dull moment. There's never we we do a lot of different things uh, and help a lot of different types of law firms. Uh, so everything from document management, document assembly, practice management, time billing and accounting, speech solutions, you know, a little bit of everything, process management, you name it. So it's uh, fun. We have a lot of fun over there. Excellent. Peggy, how about yourself? I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, and I started my career in legal back uh, at the Cincinnati Bar Association, and I started my own business two years ago, Legal Biz Success, and I focus on working with solos and small firm attorneys as a business advisor sometimes, um, another place for them to get advice on how to start a law firm or how to keep it running, and so I cover operations, finance, um, technology, and uh, listen to them a lot. Advising lawyers. Yes. What's that like? They actually listen sometimes. They listen? Yeah. What's that like? How, how is that? I enjoy. I love working with lawyers. Everyone will sometimes look at me but like how you're looking at me right now. <laughs> really? Um, I actually, they're challenging, but I like being challenged. And they're smart people. So it's, it's a good place. And Haley, how about yourself? I am from Austin, Texas. I have my own company, Odom Ackerman Consulting. I work with law firms, big and small, and help implement uh, technology solutions. So case management, uh, protocols, document management, cloud-based or hard install, kind of everything that they need uh, technology-wise. That's great. And what's that like for you? It's a lot of fun. Um, I also like working with lawyers and people look at me like I'm crazy. Um, but I feel like lawyers have a lot of opinions and they know what they want and um, and I have a knowledge and, and I help give them advice on what they need. And uh, oftentimes it's really nice because they know what they want and if you can show them that you're going to give it to them, they let you just work on your own and fix it and there are a lot of questions about it, which is nice. Great. So I brought you all by because I wanted to talk about the practice management track here at ABA Tech Show. So just a little bit, there's different tracks here at ABA Tech Show and they're dedicated to different emphasis, sort of a concentration, if you will. So you've got you know, tracks like the Microsoft uh, Office track, you've got the how-to track, you've got a cloud track, a mobile track, but, but you all are doing presentations in the practice management track. So. I want to volunteer. Can you give me just a little bit of your own definition of what the practice management track is all about? Uh, the practice management track is really... I would like to point out that Britt uh, volunteered. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really. We all just kind of looked at each other and said, who's going? But anyway. No, I think the practice management track tries to touch on all the various uh, specific software applications and, um, and process management, if you will, 
for you know day-to-day operations in a law firm. So time billing and accounting, practice management, software, case management, as some might refer to it. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of different parts and pieces. So you know, your time, your billing, your accounting, your your day-to-day matter management. Now, you each are doing different presentations. So, Britt, what is your presentation called? I'm actually presenting on alternative fee arrangements. Okay. And that's pretty much a hot topic uh, right now. Everybody is sort of being pressured to move away from the billable hour, as we all know. And um, and so we're talking about, you know, the different types of alternative fee arrangements, uh, the good, bad, and ugly, the pros and cons of each, and uh, the different software applications that can help you achieve those goals. Okay. And now... An attorney passing by, attending ABA Tech Show. Why should they be going to your event? Wow. Well, I, you know, there's plenty of great sessions going on at the same time, so they don't have to come to mind. But I, I think um, if they're being pressured, you know, by their client base, uh, and if their competitors are moving to alternative fee arrangements. There's a lot of folks who don't really understand alternative fees um, and what their options are and the different types of arrangements uh, and what piece of software is going to give me the versatility to be able to, to do what, what I need to do to be competitive in this in this space. Um, so I think that, that we're going to try and really give them a lot of good information about that. Uh, hopefully it will help some folks you know, go home and be able to feel like comfortable with maybe getting away from the billable hour. Okay. Well, in, in your experience, are you seeing more pressure for lawyers in, in all different size firms to come up with an alternative fee arrangement for clients? Absolutely. And I think you, you see it particularly in the big firms already. The big firms are, if you go to their websites, they're actually advertising that they do this um, because, you know, it's a, it's a competitive market space. But, um, you know, there's a lot of, the billable hour breeds inefficiency, let's face it, right? If you are getting paid by the hour, there's no incentive for you to be more efficient. It's a fact. So, you know, clients are now demanding, no, I, I want this work done, but I'm not willing to pay an unlimited number of hours for you to get this done. So flat fees, phased billing, um, actually having value billing based on what the results of a matter are. So, you know, they get better payment if they have positive results from the matter. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, they feel, I guess, a greater level of trust with their attorney when they feel there's, there's, you're in it together. Right, um, there's there's some accountability from the law firm itself, and uh, I think that that's a positive thing. It, it it breeds trust between the client and the and the attorney. And Peggy, how about your event? What's it called? I'm speaking. Actually, it pairs very well with what Britt's talking about. Is uh, autom- processes um, automating and documenting processes so that you can build more efficiency into tasks that you're already doing every day. Um, and that breeds well into the idea of alternative fees because the more efficient you can get at doing something, um, you can actually take it to a flat fee model so you know exactly what's going on, whether you're doing a bankruptcy case or a personal injury case or setting up new client files. These are things they do every single day, but no one, surprising enough, takes the time to really document, uh, and I talk about checklists, right? Each step involved in, in filing that bankruptcy or completing the personal injury case or setting up a new client file or even going through their monthly invoicing process. So uh, we're going to talk a lot about the importance of processes, defining your processes, and what tools are out there 
to basically a lot of collaboration tools. So, so what is a good tool to get to help you manage your processes? Because we are a tech show, right? Um, and there's a lot of great vendors out here that have a lot of these tools. Um, so that's what we're going to focus on on our uh, Debbie Foster and I on our presentation. Okay, great. I was actually just going to ask you that. So she came by earlier for an interview yeah. and uh, talked to us about Lean Six Sigma. So she talked about the uh, the uh, the philosophy of eliminating waste and eliminating mistakes. So what I'd like to do is try to get into some of the bells and whistles with you. What are some of the tools that lawyers can implement readily to help with those two factors, eliminating waste and eliminating mistakes? Um, I'm going to backtrack a little bit and, and tell you that I am a firm believer that until they take the effort to actually write down these processes, they should never be looking at a tool because they're not going to know what tool is the great, the best match until they have gone through the painful exercise of realizing how they do stuff. And when you go through that process of writing it down the old-fashioned way, you really realize the waste or things that aren't going smoothly, or, or somebody else is doing it different than you're doing it, and there's no uniformity in the process. So once we get it on paper, and then we can apply it to what tool is best out there, there's a lot of great tools. I'm a big fan of Asana. I'm very, I'm very big into tasks and subtasks and, and accountability and assigning to people. So Asana is one of the products we talk about. Action Step has actually got a wonderful workflow product uh, inside their system, which is uh, another one that I enjoy as well. So there's a lot of options out there. The problem is they change weekly. So you know, as I if I wrote my paper a month ago or two months ago, I'm going through it and I'm like, oh, this is all new stuff already. So uh, technology changes fast. And the other thing with picking a tool is I think they, uh, they get frozen in the decision process of what tool to use. So they don't pick a tool and they continue to do things the same way. But once you pick a tool, quit shopping around. Um, and stick with it because you can keep going back and looking again and looking again and just really get distracted. So pick a tool, stick with it, use it, and make it work for you. Great, excellent. And Haley, how about how about your event? I'm actually speaking with uh, Peggy here tomorrow. Um, we're talking about the five analytics reports that your firm isn't running and why you should. Okay, let's uh, let's talk about those five. Just a little bit. Well, one is financial reports, and Peggy goes into that in in, uh, her, in the paper and in the presentation about all the different kinds of financial reports you should be running. Um, there are document manage or uh, database management reports. Uh, law firms spend a lot of time and a lot of money building a database and then never harvesting the data out of it. So we're going to talk about what kinds of information you can get um, out of your database that you probably didn't think about. Um, that includes like auditing your staff and determining processes and efficiencies, creating processes through your case management system. Another is auditing documents. If you have a document management system, how can you actually use that? Uh, how can you use reports out of your document management system to help you run better? Um, and there, there are several more, and it's, it really is about showing lawyers that they have so much data in their firm, but they're not looking at it. And if they looked at it for about half a second, they would save their firm money. And a lot of that can be automated as well. Oh, great. So that was actually one of the questions. You answered the question I was uh, going to come up with next was, does this save money? Does this save time? Does it make practice life easier? And it sounds like it does. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about... Um, Think about running a report, for instance, on your networking activities. If you could, in one report, see that you spend 
um, X number of dollars on a referral source, taking them out to dinner, sending him presents, whatever, and he sent you 15 cases. And on paper, that looks great. But what if you didn't take any of those 15 cases? You just spent money on a referral source that's not sending you what you want. What if you didn't spend any money on a referral source and he only sent you one case, but you made a million dollars off of it? That's important, but it's likely to get to slip through. Maybe it's not a million dollars. Maybe it's something less that you maybe wouldn't notice. Maybe you only made 50 grand on it. Not that big a deal. But if he's sending you one a year, that's a more valuable referral source than the guy sending you 15 cases your firm doesn't take. All right, now I'm gonna put each of you on the spot here. Are you ready? No. No. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One out of three. Well, I guess that is pretty bad. But anyway, no, it, it's actually a pretty easy question. So now besides your event that you're presenting at, what is the most exciting thing or favorite thing that you're looking forward to at Tech Show this year? I, uh... Actually, I just worked the concierge booth, and I love working the concierge information booth. It is, uh, you get to see everybody go by, you get to help them out. Tech show, the dinners are huge, uh, very popular. Um, but my favorite thing is working that concierge booth when I come. You're not alone when you work the concierge booth, right? No, you're meet, you're meeting the, you're with the other staff or, or the other part of the people that are part of the team for organizing the tech show. But it's a lot of fun, and, and people recognize you, and you get to see the faces that come back every year. And like, oh, I met you last year. And a lot of first-timers are here. Really like helping the first timers and getting them really excited about what's ahead. So this morning, I would always pick Thursday morning slot to work that. And I appreciate that as the person running the concierge booth this year. (laughs) Peggy was great. She took the hardest time slot and did fabulous. No, I think that's a great thing. That's one of the things we talked about uh, Tech Show. It's so big, but also so intimate. I mean, it's easy to navigate. You have tons of help. And, you know, the concierge booth, I saw that for the first time last year, and it made sense to me. You know, uh, being able to walk up, ask a question, and being directed right. to where you need to go. So yeah. I think that's a wonderful thing that you guys yeah. are doing. Yeah, I think part that's part of what sets ABA Tech Show apart is not only do we have amazing educational sessions, which you know it's great, CLE, you know, credit, yeah. and all that, but. I think it's a little more intimate show than some of the other large legal technology shows because there is so much so, so much of a social element. So the faculty is very accessible to the attendees, whether it be manning the concierge yeah. booth, whether it be um, you know doing a taste of tech show dinner. You know, faculties host that, and and you know the attendees get to go pick their brains a little more over dinner. And then there's lots of other you know the receptions, and then you know some of us will take attendees up to the one of the suites you know after the taste of tech show dinners. Just little things like that. There's a lot of accessibility to the attendees. And I think that 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 sets us apart a little bit. I think that people really appreciate that personal touch and that, you know, that social element. Can I count that as the thing that you're the most excited about this year at Tech Show? I, you know, I love coming back and seeing everybody every year. Um, I just think that, you know, I have the best time because I see all my friends and colleagues and I meet lots of wonderful, amazing, interesting new people. Um, So, you know, yeah, I, I, I love the education, but I love the, the social element as well. That's great. Can I add a second one? Yes. Okay, so the other thing that's really cool are the vendors. <laughs> the vendors? Yeah, okay. because you get to see all the new technology that's on. A lot of, a lot of, lot, lot of vendors launch their new products at Tech Show. So I'm walking around the show and I'm seeing all these new products out there and these new vendors. It really is amazing to see the innovation still developing inside legal. Well, because you got a second one, I have a second question. Oh, great. <laughs> 
of the vendors that you're very excited about, yeah. which one has the best swag for this year that you've seen? I haven't finished walking. Um, so far, I'm I not saying everybody. I, ha I haven't found one yet. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I think I need to go back out. Uh, I think so. Haley. There was, there was a booth with jelly beans. Ooh, jelly beans. Oh, Swedish fish. Somebody had Swedish fish. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Comcast. There you go. <laughs> All right, Haley, how about yourself? Uh, she actually stole mine. Her second one was my, my first one. <laughs> Thanks, Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, I, I really like walk, walking around the expo um, and, and meeting the vendors. I'm always looking for new technologies to refer to my clients. Um, and it makes a big difference um, getting to stand there and talk and ask questions and see it than it is for me to do research um, online and find yeah. it. So uh, I'd like to take a lot of time and walk around and look at what everyone has to offer. Um, a lot of really great technology out there and, uh, and they're all, they all seem to be similar on, on the face. It's all a case management, you know, they're a row of case management, but they're all different and they all offer something else. So I want to know what makes them all unique. And um, everyone here is really kind and answer all of my, what I'm assuming are annoying questions about their, their product. Well, it looks like we've reached the end of our time for today's episode here, uh, but I want to thank our, our guests for joining us, and I want to give you each an opportunity to uh, give out some of your contact information just in case some of our listeners want to reach out. So we'll start with you, Britt. Okay, well, um, I'm Britt Lorish, and you can reach me at blorish at affinityconsulting.com. Our website is obviously www.affinityconsulting.com. Peggy. And I'm Peggy Grinke, and you can find me best by Googling me um, and finding me on my website, and I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. Excellent. Haley. Um, you can email me at Haley at OdomAckerman.com. OdomAckerman.com is the website. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Haley Odom. This has been another edition of Special Reports. Until next time, thank you for listening. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.